Hello, I'm Emma Rice, the Artistic Director of Wise Children, and you're listening to Wise Children's Lockdown. Our Lockdown Project is about us finding ways of staying close to each other. On this show, I call up an old friend, play some records, and most importantly, get to chat and reminisce. Come and join us for Tea and Biscuits. Hello and welcome to Wise Children's Lockdown Tea and Biscuits. I am delighted to be speaking today to the brilliant, the wonderful Sandra Marvin. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Emma. I'm so excited to be here with you. (laughs) Really excited. So um, the first question is always the same. What is your biscuit of choice, either virtual or actual? Oh, it's virtual because I plumped up a little bit. (laughs) Over, over lockdown. For some reason, I thought I needed three huge meals a day and I wasn't even walking out of the house. So I'm now, it's a virtual one and it's a chocolate hobnob. Oh, a classic. Yeah. yeah. Classic 1970s choice, which is something I appreciate. <laughs> it's a nice, chunky hot hobnob. Well, I'm still going to go with my um, Belgian twirls, which is my, which I really am addicted to. You know, those that are a bit like cigars. Yes. I love them. I've got, I've, I've got a bit crazy for them. So that's mine. But it's virtual as well, because I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I've got, yeah. <laughs> Tell me, how has your lockdown been and how are you? Paint me a picture of where you are and where you've been. Gosh, it's true. I'm up in Leeds. Um, I'm home. I actually came straight home near enough after we were on the day that we were due to to be flying out to America with romantics which is quite sad but yeah I came straight to Leeds and I've been home alone on my own for for the whole period which has been it's been really interesting actually I I I learned a lot about myself. You can't hide from yourself when it's just you and you and the the four walls. Um, but it was good. It was really good. There's a lot of things I would have I would have tried to have hidden from at this time. They had an anniversary of my mum's passing, and I really thought originally I was like, "Yep, I, I knew the date. I was meant to be doing two shows with the Romantics Anonymous in America." And I thought, "Good, I'm not going to tell anyone." I'll just plough through, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> and all of a sudden I was in the flat on my own. But it was it was really good. It was really therapeutic to face it head on and not hide, have anything to hide behind. And it, it turned into a day of celebration for her. I was playing her, the music that she loved and having a little dance around. <laughs> oh. for her. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a really interesting time. I, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget that. And I, I feel like I know myself. Sounds really silly to say, I guess, but I feel like I know myself a lot more for the time that I sat in my flat and only had an hour a day outside. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we'll never get that again, will we? I know. It's strange, isn't it? For such a time that has been so restricted, it's. I think it's going to be in vivid technicolour for the rest of our lives. It, it, we'll never forget it, will we? And, yeah. and what what we went through. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed that you managed to market because one of the things that I found hard is how do you experience things and go through things when you're just by yourself, when you haven't got other people to uh, have traditions or rituals with. So well done for sort of finding a way of marking that moment and going to places that, like you say, in theatre, we tend to avoid because we were always so busy and distracted, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. I have to say um, my Buddhism practice really 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 helped me um and I spent dedicated time chanting for her so it really by the time the actual day oh the anniversary day came I just felt like a a huge feeling that I just wanted to celebrate her I'd spent the last year having moments of like constantly in tears and I really feel like I've turned a corner for it because I just had to face it you know I had to face all those feelings leading up to it I'm delighted and I'm going to talk to you more about it. You know I am. Um, yeah. <laughs> before we do that, tell me about your first choice and why. <laughs> My first choice is Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> 
I think it's a, it's like a Muppet song. I can imagine the Muppets doing a little bop to it. I love the energy of the little marching pace and all the harmonies. It's bizarre. It doesn't make sense, but it always makes me smile. No matter where I am, if I hear the song, it makes me smile. And I've got this feeling. I always have this thought that sometimes I can be really down and I'll be walking around in Sainsbury's and I feel really sad and then Mr. Blue Sky comes up. <laughs> it's like my little guardian angel dropping a, a, a Mr. Blue Sky to make me smile. I love it. And I love this song because it's epic as well. It goes through everything. Classical, <laughs> pop. It goes through yeah. every genre, doesn't it? Unashamedly.
irresistible, an irresistible <laughs> choice, which gives me a fantastically cheesy link because I want to talk about the moment we met, which was Ooh. in a traditional situation, which was a casting. But you were irresistible to me, Sandra. <laughs> and um, seriously, and I've talked about it before, but casting as a director, but particularly when you've been an actor as well, I find it... Um, a really emotional experience and obviously there's one bit of you that's thinking I've got to get the best people I can for this team but I so will people to do well in an audition and I so feel their nervousness and their and their pain and I find a, a, the pain of auditioning because it's sort of agonizing um, but really it's a it's a date it feels like a first date and the part that you played which was um, Brigitte the mother this is in Romantics Anonymous and Magda was a really important part to me. They're all important, but um, you were going to play two women who were older, more mature women, and I really didn't want them to be caricatured or victimised or, or or lightened. I wanted them to be complex, vivid women with backstories, and I'd found it very hard to find anybody. And I promise you, you walked through the door... I immediately warmed to you the second you walked in and then the accent as well it reminded me of all you know all the all the things fell into place and then you sang Sandra and honestly at that point everything falls away and you go oh this is the woman I'm going to play with for the next few months she's perfect so I love me you I think I, I, I remember I kept hugging you and then afterwards I thought that was that's not appropriate you know an audition Sandra <laughs> But I was it was such a lovely space and you were so lovely and welcoming as well. And I was I was it sounds really corny, but I was really happy to be there in the room and to meet you all. You know, and also I'd I'd followed your progress from I remember the first day they said on online about Wise Children, the company. And I remember I was following everything. I followed you on on followed the company on on Twitter, looked at the website. So I've been following the progress. So to be part of the family or, or be seen to be part of the family. It was so exciting. Still is. I'm really, really sure. I remember, I remember it really clearly. And, you know, nothing disappointed, you know, that, that immediate human reaction. And you say you kept hugging me. I was delighted because I'm a hugger as well. And I'm like, yeah, we get each other. You know, there's a sort of a warmth and a fizz that was just fabulous. Um, so we went on to work on romantics together. Yeah. Um, and you were juggling two jobs. Tell me about it. <laughs> I was doing waitress during the evenings, which I'd only just started. I think actually I was offered your job even before I'd gone on stage, the day before I went on stage for the first time for Waitress. You're right, you're right, because you told us in the audition that you were about, you'd just done your dress rehearsal and you were ready. Yeah, to and I was going to go on the, in, in the, the following day and I think you offered and then I was like, oh, I've not even gone on and hello, goodbye. <laughs> Romantics. Um, it, it, was, it was a lot. It was quite hard um, between the two. The, the two shows and the style, the, the styles of music were very different. I found <laughs> my American accent in the evening to not making Magda, who, <laughs> who was meant to be Yorkshire, started singing in a broad, like Broadway type, <laughs> an American accent. <laughs> the Nigel Liddy was always, Sandra, you're going American. You're American again. I was like, am I? I really? <laughs> but it, it was a challenge, but I really, really enjoyed it. And what surprised me is I thought coming in, and because some of the members, some of the cast members had already done it before, mm -hmm. um, Romantics. So I, I went in feeling, oh, I wonder if it's, it's going to be really fast or am I going to feel a bit intimidated, as you do on the first day. And the first day, out came the ball games. <laughs> And all the cobwebs went, everyone was like mucking in together and we, the whole rehearsal process, it was brilliant. I wasn't there for all of it. I missed a lot of the rehearsals as well because I was doing the, the matinees for Waitress. But I really, really enjoyed, it was a fun, it was a fun process. And well, and you were poorly as well. You had two jobs and you got ill. 
Yeah, I I honestly wonder if I'm honest. I don't want to be the the bearer of news, but I had all the symptoms of coronavirus except for losing my taste. In hindsight, I, it's all the symptoms because you were ill afterwards. Yes. All the symptoms except for losing my taste and losing my smell, but everything else, I had those I symptoms. So. Blimey, we're going to have my next choice while I think about that. That's <laughs> it knocked me for six that illness. I'm saying that. Well, it did, you know. And yeah. I, um, I'm going to come back to this, but I thought you were Herculean what you had on your plate at that oh. time. Unbelievable. Let's listen to a bit of you from the show. This is Brigitte's number, "Just Disappear," sung by Sandra Marvin. You little dad, mum. I don't want to sound uncouth, but here's the truth, don't you mistake it Life is not a fairy tale, I hate to break it to you Everybody's got their shit, they deal with it Yes darling, somehow we all muddle through Why the hell can't you? Please, Mum, I... I did not fight tooth and nail, so you could flail, so you could fumble Why is it always for to me? Watch you crumble, my dear I tell you that I won't sit idly by And watch while you wither and die I don't know what I can say anymore Every single bloody day it's more painfully clear If I let you run away anymore You'll just disappear Please, Mama I am trying, I'm, I'm really trying! You don't have a single friend, let's not pretend, let's just a lover. If you throw this job away, you won't recover, my dear. What choice have we got? Girl, like it or not, this could be your very last shot. You don't get to say you tried, little girl. Put aside your foolish pride and for what? If I let you run and hide, little girl, you'll just disappear. I need you to leave. This is my home. You have come here uninvited and I need you to leave. I only want what's best for you, Angelique. All I want is that you finally conquer your fear. But we both know what you'll do, Angelique You'll just disappear I won't, Mum I won't You'll just disappear Has that shocked you? Yes, she, I've, not, I've not heard myself singing it about as especially for at least six months. Oh, she's she she she's she comes at you, does our Brigitte, doesn't she? She does. <laughs> you brought everything to the table. That was just disappear. Um, lyrics by Chris Diamond, music by Michael Kuman, and you were singing with Carly Board, and you heard there um, speaking in the clip. What was the new song? That was the new song for Brigitte. It was. It was a brand new song. We felt that we hadn't quite cracked that character first time round. She's tricky. She um she she sort of drops almost parachutes into the story and we never see her again but yeah. she's really important because she gives you all the backstory she gives the the, the context mm. to Angelique and yeah. and I feel that we wrestled as a creative team with that character and you just brought your your whole self to the to the piece and wrestled with us and you can hear the amazing emotion that you brought to her and, and oh, I love say the complexity her. really beautiful oh, I really love playing her I, it, she's a very different character um, to what I'm normally cast in so and to work through all of those layers and you, and also you you really gave me space to do that as well to find her for myself and, and find all the different layers and, and it was important to know what Angelique's character was so that you knew how she influenced her. And to get it all out in that song, it, it, I really enjoyed playing her. I really did. She's a, she was a challenge, but I'm always, I'll always be proud of her. 
<laughs> well, that makes it sound like it's in the past. I do not believe it's in the past. I hope it's not. Goodness, I don't say that. You've, we're going to be revisiting Brigitte, I'm sure. I'm sure. I hope so. I hope so. I'm going to take you away from theatre a little bit. I want to hear a little bit about your time on Emmerdale. Yeah. Now, I I have a bad confession, which is I've never followed Emmerdale, but it's the only soap I haven't followed because I'm a huge fan of the soaps, always have been. I feel that they're the sort of the, the successors to Greek tragedies. I feel that the matriarch is at the centre and that we live through these big female stories. Um, talk to me about, because your career has spanned everything and I have no experience of TV. Talk to me a little bit about what it is to be an amazing stage and musical actor as well as a TV actor. It was crazy. Emmerdale was crazy and another experience. I feel really, really humbled and, and so lucky to have had so many different experiences from Kate Bush, the theatre stuff and, and Emmerdale as well. Emmerdale, I hadn't done that much TV work before I went into Emmerdale. I'd, I'd done like the odd one one episode here and there of different things. It was very fast and, and you're walking into a family of people who have been there for 20 odd years. You know, it, you're really joining this establishment and this and this family. But it was brilliant. They were, everyone was so welcoming and I, lo- I really enjoyed learning very quickly on, on my feet how, you know, the, the different way you have to, to work for screen, um, and especially because it's multicam and also it's very fast, very fast um, turnaround because I think they were seven episodes a week at one time. I think we were, I think it was two, two on a on Tuesday and two on a, on a Thursday. So the filming time, there were a few times where I'd, I had quite a few two-handers with, with Mark Sharnock and there'd be quite in, emotional scenes and we'd just throw ourselves into it. And then before I realised it, it was like done. That was it. Yeah. Take. I was like, oh, <laughs> not doing it again. <laughs> It was very fast, but because it was multicam and knowing knowing what your cameras were doing and just throwing yourself at it really at that moment, um, I really enjoyed it. I'd love to do some more TV actually, but I, I really did enjoy that, that learning experience at, at Emmerdale. And I was so lucky because my character came in as a potential um, love interest to Marlon Dingle. But what I didn't realise is, what? She's getting married? What? She's <laughs> So then we had like a, a, an episode on a Christmas Day episode where they focused on, on different families. And my character threw a surprise wedding for him. And there was like a huge wedding. My character got married on Christmas Day. It was hilarious. And they were <laughs> they had like Caribbean music on. <laughs> It was it was really lovely. I really really enjoyed it, and you know, yeah, I'd love to do some more TV. Definitely, me though, because having had nothing to do with TV, one thing that I find un- that I can't imagine really is having spent all my life in theatre. We all take whether it's four, five, or six weeks. We take a long time to get to know our characters and to deliver a performance. But you, what you're describing is delivering it in in minutes. Yeah. Very, it's so fast, Emma. Um, and the other thing is, there were times where I'd have, say, I always been the geek that I am. You'd get your your scenes two um, on the Friday, and then two weeks later you'd start filming them on that Monday onwards. So I'd always get them on the Friday on on by email and start start putting them in in rough date order trying to learn them but it got to a point where I was so busy that um you'd have say 11 scenes the next day and you've not had time to get ahead of yourself so you'd get home and you'd literally trying to learn the the lines the night before and then try and you know and go in the next day it it was interesting, but your your muscle your your muscle memory changes in that you start to you you have a short term memory, so you, you pick up the the lines and you throw them out. And I used to physically, after I've done a scene, sometimes it, I'd be on the same set all day, and I'd do one scene, tear it up, throw 
thinking I've thrown that away and then you do the next scene then you tear it up as a symbol of throw that that scene out of your brain and then you move on so it was interesting coming back into (laughs) theatre because I think my brain was still going I don't need this tomorrow I've learned that I've said it today I don't need to say these lines again (laughs) but try to hold on to the lines and pray that they don't leave your brain (laughs) Because I, I got so used to in the year, in the two years in, in Emmerdale of, of we get you know doing it really quick and throwing them out so you could learn the next set, set and you just forget about those lines again. Well, I'm very pleased that you <laughs> came back to theatre. <laughs> <laughs> having a mixed bag is so great; it's so impressive, yeah. and I'm you know I'm in awe really, in pro- and in in awe of the quality of acting in soaps. I think it's fantastic so they're amazing they're amazing especially with having been in in it and seeing what it's like um behind the cameras i'd say soap act actors and actresses are amazing because they really don't have you don't have the sit through where you all sit there and what's your motivation on this and what do you think that that character's answer has an as an impact on you there's none of that <laughs> You you literally have to like go straight in, have strong um, ideas about your character. You need to know your character, know what you want to bring to the character yourself, and and just deliver it because it's so fast paced. Yeah, I think they're I think they're brilliant, and I'll always remember that experience. I've made some amazing friends. That I mean, I'm still in Leeds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I've Fabulous place to be. Oh, I love Leeds. Yeah. What's your next choice and why? Oh, okay. My next choice is a song. These next two songs, I've only just discovered them, I'd say, in the last 12 months. But this next one is a song called Felicity. Um, It's Felicity by a, a singer called Sharice. And it's only been released this year. But there's something, I mean, she sings in, in her accent. It's not American, Emma, you see? Another singer that can, <laughs> that doesn't sing in an American accent. There's something, she plays flute, she's a singer-songwriter and she arranges um, her music herself as well. It's, it's her voice, I find it enchanting. It's like nothing. It's an, on an EP called Paradise and I could have actually submitted any of the, uh, any of the songs, the five songs that, that are on it. Because I, I think when I first discovered it, I and I've got a really bad habit of doing this, I think it was on loop for days on end. My neighbours, all the way through lockdown, the neighbours must have hated me because everyone's in the flats, no one can get away. And there I am looping this same song over and over again. Um, this particular one, it's so romantic and just listen to the words. I just think it's beautiful. It just—I think it's beautiful and enchanting. And I love her voice. Skylark. Companion sat alone on a mossy brown bench 
Stunning. Such a romantic. It's it's melancholic and romantic, isn't it? It's beautiful. Really beautiful. I love love, love her. I I want to talk a little bit about your kindness to me as a sort of somebody that I'd only just met. Um, You've already talked about the passing of your mother, but we met in at the end of last year, and my dad had been very poorly and had had several um, hospital admissions and I was very concerned when we started rehearsing in December and in spite of you having two jobs and being ill with what could have been Covid, I can't believe that um, you really picked up on my anxiety about him and you showed me great, great kindness at that time and then when we rejoined in January, he was di- his cancer was diagnosed as terminal and I just really remember how kind you were and he died I can't talk too much about it but he died a month ago on the 12th and you've continued to write to me Sandra at at wonderful moments with simple kindness and empathy and I just want to sort of mark that as somebody that was quite new in my life and I don't know whether it's your Buddhism or just who you are or whether it's the experience that you had with your mum but I feel that you really stepped into my world at a magic time and I wanted to thank you for that. No, thank you. Thank you for being in my life as well, Emma. I just remembered for myself how you can plough on because you have to plough on, but it doesn't mean that your heart's not breaking and it's so difficult. So I just wanted to reach out to you, that's all, and just say, my friends used to say, be kind to yourself and just allow yourself the feelings because it is, it's, it's the worst and it's hard it's hard I think I thought I mean you you're you're born knowing that your parents are going to die and I think I was going to be fine and I think I struggled with the fact that I wasn't being and you allowed me even though I'm a woman in her 50s to struggle with that with that life a simple truth isn't it but it doesn't feel simple when it's happening no no no, it's, yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. And, and like you say, you know it's going to happen, but it doesn't, um, nothing prepares you for it. Nothing. You've you've given me hope again, just talking about it, because you've marked an anniversary now, which obviously I haven't, I've got another near, near year to get to before that moment. So even listening to you talk about how you coped with an anniversary gives me what does it give me? It gives me a sense that time will pass and that things will change, which again, I know, but it's hard to feel too sometimes. It's too soon. It's way too soon. Oh, yeah. We better have some music, haven't we? Otherwise <laughs> 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 it'll be the silent sound of two women sobbing. The microphone for two women. <laughs> which nobody wants to hear do they i'm gonna i'm gonna um choose your other amazing solo which is more upbeat as well from romantics which is kel surprise this is magda and i thought this was a really nice sentiment as well again lyrics by chris diamond music by michael kuman um that there's surprise in life and i love this song it was one of my favorites actually because whilst mm. it's not positive it's hopeful and I love that 
people's lives are constant Change is something we avoid Just like in this factory Where I've always been employed Though it's clearly not a stretch to claim That ever since the day I came Everything has stayed perpetually the same But now our kitchen has been newly arranged And in his office that frame photographs changed And if these changes in decor are surprising Well there's more, almost nothing round is quite like before I love that song. I really, I don't know. I loved singing it. It's just, it's just choice. I've always thought that when I heard that song. So you mentioned at the beginning that you're excited to be part of the Wise Children family and you are, you're quite a new member, but we've been talking, you're going to do some work for us in this period of lockdown in the wake of the Black Lives Matter and the killing of George Floyd, that we thought it was a good moment to just really look seriously and truthfully at the experience of black actors in Wise Children. And you've kindly offered to lead that process because it felt really right that it wasn't us leading. Um, So thank you. No, I'm really excited for it, actually. I think it's good to have these honest conversations now um, and I think, yeah, I think sometimes it's going to be comfortable, uncomfortable, but we we need to be honest, um, everyone. We all just need to be honest and feel free to mess up and say the wrong thing by accident or whatever, but just feel honest and and make sure that when we when theatre comes back, because it will come back, yes. <laughs> we're in a better place. Yeah. You know, we need to, to we need to move forward. We can't go back to, to to some of the things that were were happening. You know, in the industry, in the arts industry as a whole, in the world. You know. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That's next week, isn't it? It's next week. Yeah, yeah. it's next week. And yeah. yeah, I'm very thankful and grateful. I'm really um, interested and excited and nervous and all of those things to um, to hear. But like you say, it's time for an honest conversation and yeah, to to be excited about doing amazing things in the future in the right way and getting yeah. better in all ways. I suppose. Yeah, I'm really passionate about it because I've seen quite a few companies making statements and you know everyone put the black squares up. But a black square in a statement is not going to change things. No. It, it shows support, but it, the way we, we we move on is through us all having these conversations, being honest with each other, and making these changes. That's that's the only the way that we're going to be able to move forward now in the world as a whole. You know, so I'm really excited. I'm really excited for that. And thank you for giving me that opportunity as well, really. You know, the pleasure is all mine and the, yeah, gratitude, <laughs> certainly. And yeah, I, I'm really, feels very important. And, and again, there's not many gifts of lockdown as we watch our industry sort of go down the plug hole around us. But giving us the time to reflect and change is is something that, you know, is a is a gift, isn't it? So let's take it and 
provoke some change. I've chosen a record yeah. for you and for Black Lives Matter because it was what I listened to um, when that was all happening and uh, started thinking about it. It's, it's one of my favourites. It's Aaron Neville and it's Hercules. And it made me think of you. There's some lyrics in the middle and it says, we all know the answer will come out in time. I might even carry some of your load right along with mine. Thank you, ma'am, Mr. Please, because I must be Hercules. And it really talks about the burden and the weight. And I suppose I think you're a bit like Hercules as well, because I certainly, when I've men I met, I don't think I've ever seen a woman juggling more things on her amazing broad shoulders. So I think of that. But I also think this is an amazing um, record that talks about the strength yeah. that black people need to keep going. So this is my record for you, Sandra. Cause and fear is fear itself Check out your own backyard before you check out someone else Railroad track in my neighborhood Ain't no trains around that far, just ain't no good Wanna know what's going down Looks like the sharpest cat in time Jungle room Can't be no fool Might get caught by the hook of a crook Hard time for cool Look out, Jay What you say What you carrying, brother I hope you're clean Cause the man is mean But don't come another further We all know the answer will come out in time I might even carry some of your load right along with mine Thank you man Mr. Please cause I must be Hercules I must be Hercules Like a bird on the wing I just wanna be free enough to do my thing Feel the pressure from every side If you're not gonna help, don't hurt Just pass me by last choice and why you've chosen this no i thank you itunes one day uh, um i did like a nice tune search and i uh, i knew like ain't no sunshine and and lovely day 
and I, I thought they were brilliant songs, but I thought, I wonder what else he's done. So I put on a playlist um, of of um, Bill Withers songs, and this song just came out. And again, I did my my normal. I had it on repeat for about, this must have been for months. Anyone that got in my car had this song. Anyone that would listen, <laughs> I'd play it to them. It It is so full of hope and reaching out from a dark place, but the hope comes from something as simple as a smile. You know, when people say it's the simple things, it's it's just, it's the hope of the song. The arrangement just lulls me into it. I I think I said that the other one was enchanting, but this, I feel, my, I feel myself just being lulled into like <laughs> a different world when I listen to it. I love the orchestration of it. I asked a musician, I was thinking of doing a concert, um, it, uh, well, I think last year, late last year, I was thinking of doing a concert. Obviously, I didn't have the time in the end, but <laughs> but I asked someone to, to to write the orchestration for me, and he said it was really difficult. It's a lot harder than it <laughs> than it sounds. But the arrangement and his voice, sometimes I, I, there's and myself, I, I, you can be fooled into thinking it has to be a big voice, and you have to it has to be about riffs or a high note. And the honesty of someone just telling the story for me will ca- always capture my heart over any any riff, any high note, any big voice. Just the honesty of someone telling a, a beautiful story. And yeah, I love this song. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> and before we do, can I just take a moment to thank you, Sandra? I want to thank you for your generosity, kindness, and your vulnerability. I feel that you bring your whole self into the rehearsal room and you share it with fun and empathy and wisdom. And you have a voice that has been gifted by the gods. Oh, thank you I'm, so much for having me, Emma, honestly. I'm delighted Both. that you're in my life. Oh, same very much the same and I'm going to send you a virtual hug it isn't but you've been a huge help so thank you make a smile for me lately I've been so lonely and a smile from you might make these blues go away Stay a while with me Can't you tell I've been lonely And a smile from you Might make it a nicer day Close your eyes And dream of a sunny place Watch the world light up when you smile Stay with me and smile at me, sunny face Chase the clouds Make a smile for me Lately I've been so lonely And a smile from you Might make these blues go away Stay a while with me Can't you tell I've been
Stay with me and smile at me, sunny face. Chase the clouds away with your smile. Your smile. Your smile. Your smile. If you have a memory or connection you'd like to share on Tea and Biscuits, leave us a message on our phone line 0117 318 3846. That's 0117 318 3846. Keep checking our social media for details of our next show. Tea and Biscuits is part of Wise Children's Lockdown. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye.